Hello, Yad, and welcome back to my Native Thoughts podcast with your girl, Hannah Yazzie. How's everybody today? I have been doing okay, you know. I'm not going to lie and say I've been the greatest, but I'm also not going to bring the vibe down. Um, I have had a lot of personal life shifts, as we always do. And since I do this alone, like, it's always so hard to, like, go through my personal stuff and then come on here and then have to be like, hi, I'm so happy. So, but then at the same time, I feel like I've trauma dumped on you guys a lot, like, in the first season of my podcast. So, I'm just like, let me just take a seat back from that. But, you know, sometimes we just have to be able to be open to hearing hard things sometimes and... If you're not, that's fine. You know, you can click off. You don't got to be here if you don't want to be. So that's the beauty of the podcast. I always tell people you can listen to it. You cannot listen to it. It's up to you. You don't have to listen to it, you know. So even if you know me, even if you know me, I don't take offense. Like if people don't listen to it because I get it, you know. You have your own thoughts, your own opinions. Not everybody's going to agree. So it's whatever. I had a lot of like mixed feelings this Thanksgiving mainly because of course the obvious what is thanksgiving in general and it was just basically a bunch of genocide i mean if you really don't know the history of thanksgiving then you really don't understand why native americans are super like angry and bitter sometimes about a lot of topics and it really just baffles me when people um like to just ignore the hard stuff cuz i i get you can only see and hear about so much trauma and negativity because it can affect your spiritual health your mental health you know so you do have to take care of yourself um so when people are like you cannot stop talking about Gaza you cannot stop talking about this you cannot stop like no we're not going to stop talking about it we're going to keep acknowledging it I think it's important that acknowledgement is a part of every tragedy, genocide, news, trauma. You know, acknowledgement is always like a good step. It seemed like all month, like the past two, three, maybe even six months, I've been in this blur of like just focusing and focusing so hard on the bad. And I was just like, you know, just for today, I want to remember something good. And that's my family and our values of being together celebrating that we have a family um that we have a place to eat and sit down and we have a place to talk and laugh and be open and um joke around with each other and have peace and a lot of people on tiktok were just like how can you do that when there's stuff happening in gaza which i think i've posted on instagram like just remember while you're sitting with your family like people in gaza are suffering which yes that was the my posts aren't meant to offend. It's just my thing. I like to say my thing is to acknowledge. Not, I mean, I can try to influence. I would like to, but I understand if I'm not able to, if that makes sense. So I never really want to call myself an influencer. I just want to be called like a person who acknowledges things. <laughs> I don't know what that person is called specifically. I guess an advocate. Does that make sense? I don't know. Um, but I feel like that's just my personality. I actually like to just acknowledge things. I don't like to ignore. Um, just like with the thing with Gaza, you know, you got to be self-aware about what's happening in Sudan, Haiti, Congo, all of these places, you know, in North Korea, um, South Korea, and, you know, places like in Atlanta and Georgia. You know, I'm, I try to have to 
have an open mind about everything. So it was just exhausting this past like six months. So I chose to use Thanksgiving as not a negative time. I chose to use it as a positive time. Keep it lighthearted for one day, you know, and the next day we can go on. And yes, I understand the people of Gaza do not have that option. I understand that. But I wanted to appreciate and acknowledge that I, I, I am privileged in that sense to have that blessing to celebrate Thanksgiving um, or Thanksgiving or wh- however you want to call it. Because I do acknowledge the genocidal background of Thanksgiving as well as Native American. So that's also sad. So it was just like there's so many conflicting like movements of emotions. And I was just I was honestly I was honestly just about to step back from celebrating Thanksgiving um, or just celebrating time with my family because I was just going to be like, you know, I, how can I when other people in the world are dying right now? Um, and I was just going to be like, you know, you guys can celebrate. I'm going to, I'm going to stay home and do my day of remembrance quietly. And that way I don't affect you guys with my negative, not negative, but like my low vibrations, I guess. And I just didn't want to bring that vibe to them, especially if they're not trying to feel that way. Um, that's their journey. But then I realized, you know, my daughter is going to be a part of this. I don't want her to like think like, oh, mommy's sad all the time. Mommy's angry all the time. You know, she she just can't have fun anymore. And I really just was like, no, we need family. We need community. We need our people um, more than anything. So I decided to participate and, you know, just not let the sadness of the day completely bring me down. I'm recording with my daughter home. I usually try to like plan recording when my daughter isn't here, but um, something's changed in my personal life, like I said. So she's here tonight on the night I usually record, but I don't have a choice. Oh, so that's my whole spiel about how I feel about Thanksgiving. Like I, I get the importance. I acknowledge the importance of it, of the morning and the remembrance um, and why celebrating that day can be offensive to people especially Native Americans, but just letting you know, I'm not celebrating the day. I'm not celebrating the reason, um, the reason and how it came about. Um, I'm just celebrating being with my family. And honestly, that's the days that I have off, like the true days I have off of work. So I'm going to use it in the best way I know how, um, And I didn't even post about Thanksgiving because I honestly didn't even know what to say. I just, I knew I didn't want to say thanks taking. um, And I also didn't want to say Thanksgiving either. So I was just like, oh, I was so conflicted. So I was like, I'm just not going to post because it's just, you know, just we're just vibing right now. Let's just vibe for the day. That's it. And yeah. But I was super proud of the protesters who shut down the Macy's Day Parade for Palestine. That was pretty cool. I actually kept up with that because I think I opened up TikTok for like one second. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. They're so brave and so strong. So, yeah. I mean, to make things, to move things along, you have to make a statement. And they did that. They did that, you know. And if I had a flexible schedule, a large amount of money, I would definitely be at those protests. 
So I don't know how these people are doing it. A lot of them are protesting in the streets all the time. And I'm just like, how do you have the time off? Like, I don't have the time off. And I can't travel to each place to protest. And I was trying to look at protests here where I live. And there's not any. So, yeah. So I just protest from my podcast and my social media. That's all I do. But um, what was the other thought? Oh, so natives bringing down natives. I actually... For some reason, and maybe this is just me being privileged, I've never, I mean, I understand the trauma of what we've grown up with, of how we've grown up with, but I never knew that other natives don't like, like other tribes don't like other tribes talking about them, and not necessarily like they're, um, like talking about them in general, like news and stuff, but like Killers of the Flower Moon, like I didn't even know like people didn't want us to review it who are from that tribe and I had no idea and then I realized that other tribes not just the Osage but other tribes also feel the same way and I was just like oh okay so then I stepped back and I was just like you know maybe I shouldn't be doing reviews on other tribes and stuff like that but then at the same time it's like you you also want to relate to people you know you also want to you're not trying to compare I think some people get lost in the comparing their traumas with other people's traumas instead of relating you know you can say like I understand and this and that and it's just the verbiage a lot of Native Americans use and I just know as natives we're so like we're so bold straight-faced and straightforward most of the time you know and it is just so nice to see like and that's one thing that I love speaking about to other natives because some of them are so bold and they'll come at me like hard and I'll just be like whoa I haven't had anybody come with me with the same energy that I do (laughs) so it's kind of nice sometimes it's kind of off-putting sometimes but kind of nice sometimes um because it also reminds me of how like my aunts used to talk to me my mom talks to me you know like it's just that harsh tone, but you know, it's like out of love. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if you, like, if you grew up with a gentle parenting home and you never had anybody yell at you in your entire life, you would not get it. So, but if you grew up in a home that was just like, hey, cut it out. That's enough, you know? <laughs> or just like, why are you being like that, you know? <laughs> just straight up like natives always just go straight for the jugular (laughs) um and I just feel like that's just how we are and we can change our tone and our verbiage and I still feel like it will come off harsh but since I moved away from the res um I've learned like how to speak in a way that's like not too harsh or offensive if that makes sense I don't know if that's code switching or whatever they call it um and that's also another thing some native people call that like white privilege like if you're native and you have proper grammar and you have like the white person tone or you have like like if you're basically if you're educated they call you whitewashed or you have white privilege um and so that that was a serious like eye-opener for me no idea no idea um but that's what I've discovered in interacting with the 
uh, Native community, especially on TikTok. <laughs> you get called so many things on TikTok. Um, and I'm actually able to. Oh, there were a couple of times people got me. Like, they were bullying me, and I was bullying them back. And then I just deleted my comments because I was like, oh, what was that even for? That was a waste of, like, five minutes of my life, so, you know? So, but those are my human moments. I just call them my human moments. And I'm like, you're stupid. Delete that. It doesn't even matter. They can think that they won. It's fine. Um, and then I have other comments where they're just like, oh, you're fat. You're a fat native. da 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 Stereotypical. And I'm just like, uh-huh. There you go. There you go. Your racism and misogyny and all of that stuff wrapped up in one little comment. Like, I don't even argue with people like that because I'm just like, oh, I know your stance. I know. I already know how you think just by, like, your bullying. So, and in that case, it's low vibrational. It's immature. It's juvenile. And it's giving 10 years old with a phone, you know. So, <laughs> that's how I see it. Um... But, yeah, getting back to the whole, like, natives talk harsh to you. There's one native that has a huge, massive following on TikTok. And his thing, his stance was, like, him. And then this other black lady. Oh, hold on. Let me slow down. So this native TikTok creator has, like, 80-some thousand followers, right? Big following. But his rhetoric, his tone, all of it is just full of anger and hate. No understanding whatsoever. And he calls it facts. He's like, oh, you're just mad at me because I'm speaking facts. And it's like, you can say facts, but it's how they're presented is like, what are you trying to do? And my thing is, when people come thinking like they're doing something, but they're really not, it's kind of embarrassing. Especially when they have like... They're not supporting, like, um, like, they don't have links in their bio to, like, support other people. They don't, you just don't see, like, a community aside from their followers. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems very performative. And I initially, um, I started the discussion to start it off, like, and this is how I always start off, just like, hey, um, I just wanted to understand why you feel like, because his thing is like, why should we support pro-Palestine when we can't even support our own people here, blah, blah, blah. We should focus on our own people. But it's more so focus on only Native stuff, you know. Like, we don't need to be focusing on any other group, just Native. Like, if you have a platform, you should only be focusing on Native stuff. And I was just like, okay, but like, it would be nice if we all, as Indigenous community, like, get together instead of having that, like... I don't know. It just seemed kind of selfish. Like, it seemed hateful and selfish and racist all at once. <laughs> and, like, the way he came off. So I definitely quickly unfollowed him. Um, because we got, it ended up in an argument. It ended up bad. Because he, he got, he got really frustrated and really annoyed with my statements. And he was just like, it's people like you and who take the white man's ideology or whatever. I can't remember, honestly. I just know... I was just like, and, and then starting off the conversation, I was just like, hey, I'm not trying to attack you. I just want to understand, like, why you feel like we only need to focus on Native stuff and not pro-Palestine stuff. I feel like, why don't we all just come together? Kumbaya. You know, and he was just like, that narrative is so overplayed and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you 
and Asian people and blacks and this and that have all, you know, um, you guys all came to me with the same type of thing and it's, I don't know, basically unproductive. And I was just like, okay, cool. You say these things. So what's the solution? What do you think we could do? And I kept saying we, like, cause we are a native community. And so what I got from that conversation was I'm not native enough for him. Um, and I'm whitewashed and, um, what was that word? I'm not for my people, basically what he was saying. And I was just like, but the thing was, he was like, excuse me, I'm sorry. Or he didn't say sorry. He was just like, I don't want to take advice from somebody who barely speaks on native topics. And I was just like, okay. Um, I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, but just so you know, you don't follow me. So you don't really know what I speak on. And then came a slew of paragraphs of him just like, da 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 And it was, just, it was just hateful. And he just wanted to feel superior. And he just wanted to be condescending. So I was like, all right, I'll let you, you know, like this isn't a piss contest. Like that's the thing with natives on natives. Like everybody wants to prove who's a better native, who's more native, who's who's this and that. And I was just like, it's not a pissing contest, guys. Like we all suffered traumas. And we're not going to compare traumas right now. Yes, some were worse than others. So why don't we just acknowledge that and just be like, hey, what can we do next? And his thing was like, well, education is key. Education, education. But he just says statements. Because um, for me, educating is like, educating is like, hey, if you don't know this, if you would like to know this, I'm going to tell you, you know. I feel like he isn't really educating. He's just making He's stating facts um, to rage farm and have a huge audience rage with him in anger and bitterness and like being hateful because like I'll look at his comments and people are like, yeah, and that's how like white people are and this and that and some blacks are like this and yeah, I've seen Asians and everybody's like co-signing and liking these comments and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, so you guys all just got together and went off his hateful tone and just started to be racist now? Like, racist? Like, that's what you guys are trying to do now? Like, it's not even about coming together. It's, it's not really helping. Like, his page, I was just like, I didn't feel like he was helping. I didn't feel like I was learning anything, honestly. I was just like, right off the bat, he's no better than, and I told him this. I was like, the way you are coming off, you're coming off preachy, you're coming off hateful, like you're no better than um, a person who has a platform with hate, you know, like um, a pastor who's homophobic or, you know, any like, or anybody, any religion who's homophobic or hateful and they're speaking from a platform. Basically, like that's how he was speaking. I was like, you're no better than any of these uh, other people out here preaching. So yeah, that was where I was coming from. And then, yeah, that was harsh. And then he called me gross and all kinds of stuff. And I was just like, all right, all right. I was like, I'm just glad to have unfollowed you. I'm glad to, to have a unproductive conversation. And 
Um, I thought it was going to be productive, at least for me, because I just wanted to understand. Because it would have been more realistic had he have said, like, well, we're angry and we're upset. And, like, yeah, we need to get it out there. And, you know, just something more truthful. It just sounded like I just wanted him to say what he really wanted to say. <laughs> but, like, which he's racist. But, like, <laughs> but like he didn't he didn't say that. So I was just, like, he's dancing around it. But that's just how it sounded. I don't know if he truly is, honestly. I don't know him personally. I was trying to get to not know him personally, but just to see if he's any different, like, speaking in person than online. And no, he's not. He's that angry person that he posts. And I'm pretty sure he can be a good person. Um, I'm not sure. But that that was the interaction he had with me. And I didn't come off straight off the bat attacking him. So that, that should tell you something. And if you're going to be mean to me, I'm going to be mean to you back. Okay? I'm sorry. Like, if you want to get rude, we can get rude. But to a certain extent, I just say, like, end of discussion. Or I'm like, I'm disengaging. And then they just keep going, try to cuss me out. And I'm like, I'm disengaging. And then they keep cussing and they keep going. And then I'm like, I'm disengaging. And then after a while, they kind of just, like, stop. So, yeah. Because I, um, there's too much, there's too much stuff for all that. You know, I don't have time. And, yeah, so that was very disappointing. But I understood, like, where he was coming from. But at the same time, I was just like, man, he has a huge platform. That's so sad. Like, he could be doing a lot more. But then I had to step back and I was just like, hold up. You know, he doesn't owe anybody anything. He doesn't owe me anything. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. Like, why am I putting this pressure, this, uh, what is it called? Expectation on them? And I was just like, because obviously, you know, you're not his friend. You're not his family. You don't know him. But... I guess I come off pretty naive thinking that like we're all just like related and we care for each other and I had to come to come to terms with myself and be like okay some natives just don't feel the same as me and that's okay. It's sad. Doesn't make me better and it's okay. Because, yeah, after a while, it just sounded like what I was saying was just like, let's all hold hands and cool my yawn together and, like, let's stop being mean and stop everything and just, like, come together, you know? So that's probably how I come off to people. And I can so see that. But, I mean, that's okay. I'll be that person. And because I really do just see it that way. Like, if my fellow Pequot was in danger, I'd help. My fellow Hopi was in danger, I'd help. You know, or not even that. Just needed a hand or advice or something, you know. But even, like, with family, I have to, like, step back and just, like, let them live. Because I'm like, they don't owe you anything. And they're allowed to feel how they feel. So it's really tough navigating, honestly. <laughs> If you really want to know what it's like to be an urban native. Yeah, I was speaking with, um, his name is Lincoln. And he's also like an urban native. And what is his TikTok or Instagram? He has a podcast as well, I believe. And don't worry, yes, my baby's here. She's fine. She's watching her, her show. Lincoln Mark. His Instagram is Lincoln or Link, L-I-N-K-W-I-T-T-Y. And that's on um, Instagram. I follow him um, because he's very educational. He's educated. 
And I remember um, talking with him, not talking with him, but he was on a live. And I was just messaging him about my issues and stuff like that. And like just stuff with the community. And he, he was just like, yeah, I agree. He's also been dealing with like people calling him white privileged. And, and it's just like, just because we left the res does not mean like some of us truly didn't want to leave, but some things at home were just not that great. I mean, to put it point blank, period. I was like fighting with my mom all the time. It was not like the school was not that great. Um, and I don't, and I mean, that's just one of the issues of the Navajo res. Like, the school system is probably better now, but when I, like, in 2008, like, when I was there, I was getting in trouble a lot. Things were just going to shit, basically, and, um, it just wasn't good then. I needed, like, to get out of there, you know, because I was just basically turning into, like, a hood rat. What is it? Res rat? I don't know. (laughs) I was, yeah, it was just too much, um, and I needed a change, think my mom knew we needed to change and so I moved and we just weren't sure how I would do on the res if I stayed there so I mean honestly in hindsight I don't know if me moving was any better I mean my life is better but I've still suffered traumas anyway (laughs) so um but I'm still thankful for all the experiences I've had I don't think I've I am very privileged in that sense to have been able to move and have a life out here um, that not a lot of people are able to afford or even have. So I'm oh, I'm not rich, and I don't I don't mean that. I just mean the basics, you know. <laughs> so some people just can't afford the basics, especially in this economy, girl. But that that was just like a whole other thing. Um, yeah, where was I going with that? I honestly can't even remember. Overall, I just learned a lot this past month. Um, Happy Native American Heritage Month, honestly. I love all my Natives. I'm still practicing my Navajo. I was trying to learn Thanksgiving, but it was like such a long phrase that I kept messing up. And I was like, okay, I cannot say that on the podcast because I don't want to put my uh, Navajos to shame. Not that I say I speak for all of them because I don't. Because all of this podcast is my thoughts and opinions, okay? It's not advice or anything. (laughs) So take it with a grain of salt. But I just don't want to put my natives to shame. And they'll be like, oh my god, that girl done said it wrong, you know? But, I mean, I'm trying to teach my daughter as well. So I'll try to go over my vocabulary. And then I'll do my daughter right now. We're doing numbers. Yeah, she's doing numbers. And... She's getting to 10 and she was testing me on how to get to like 100 and oh man, it took so much. Like I was trying to remember so much because I know I was just like 20 is Nadine and 30 is Tadine, 40 is Dean. <laughs> oh my goodness, see, Shladine. that might not be right. I think I'm saying, oh. <gasps> I might be saying like, and this is why I don't be trying to talk Navajo out here like I know something. Oh, that's embarrassing. Okay, so I definitely probably messed that up. My bad. I hope you had a laugh. <laughs> but see, it's, it's all a process. It's all a learning process. Or a curve, honestly. It's a process. But um, yeah, that's 
there's a lot of my thoughts this past like month, especially with Thanksgiving, Gaza, Israel, and I am struggling so hard to organize my podcast about the whole Gaza and Israel thing because there's so many sides to it, and I don't want to offend anybody who practices Judaism, Christianity, um, Islam, like. I just want to try and keep it all around respectable. Although I have my personal preferences and biases because I understand the indigenous community, colonization, all of it. I understand that. So I'm going to try and keep that out of it and just do like a fact for fact episode without being too emotional. But then at the same time, I was just like, but then I remove like what's me of the podcast. So yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's why I haven't put that out. But yeah, anyways, I got my computer working today. So that was awesome. Um, oh, no. So at Thanksgiving dinner, I was just asking my family because um, if you don't know by now, like I grew up, basically my mom was heavily, is heavily Christianity, um, specifically apostolic Pentecostal. So that one's like a really strict religion. I grew up in that. So we never truly were traditional Navajos, if that's the, if that's the right word to say. Because, you know, there's them, those who practice ceremonies, sweat lodge, um, all that stuff, canalda, all the actual big like moments you're supposed to celebrate. And I think there's one like where you run outside. I think that's part of the canalda, like the woman or the girl that just turned to a woman. Oh, that's, that's, for people, if you don't know, that's, like, when a girl gets her period for the first time. So, like, people still practice all of those things. I never had a canalta. I had a celebration at the church. And it was, like, yay, she became a woman. So, in a way, like, I guess my mom just, like, converted what we celebrated um, traditionally. We celebrated, like, um... Um, American way you know so it's like she still celebrated the big moments but she just celebrated it in her own way um but we just never grew up traditional so we never fully got to learn Navajo fluently um when people that's why I feel inferior and insecure sometimes about speaking Navajo or speaking on Navajo topics or speaking on natives in general sometimes because I'm just like I never really grew up that way, so I can't really talk on that, but I can talk about what I've experienced, and I think that's why a lot of people can call us, like, urban natives, and you guys aren't native enough, and you guys are whitewashed, and this and that, because it's just like, yeah, a lot of us were. I don't know why that's a bad thing, and that's why I was, like, discussing with my family, because we all were raised that way, and I was just like, would you rather have been grown up traditionally or did you like the way we grew up I mean and the consensus was basically just like either you know wouldn't change anything for the world or other one is just like we're happy of the way we grew up we just wish we knew more about the traditions and stuff um because when we grew up like through the Christian church apostolic church you know we were told like traditions are evil and Um, they're not of a good spirit and, you know, we never got to believe in mother earth, father sky, you know, like don't look at this or 
you know, this is what you got to do during the eclipse, you know, like all this stuff, like we never learned those traditions for real, for real, like and practiced them and believed it. And I kind of resented that like for the longest because I was just like, I did not choose my religion. I did not choose to grow up the way that I wanted to grow up. Like, I mean, but I mean, that's just kind of every child, you know? So I just wish we stayed true to the roots. Um, but I mean, you know what my mom, I, I'm sure and the whole family like grew up with trauma. So, and of course when colonization happened and they, they make you believe and they make you, you know, they basically abuse you into believing the Christianity. So you don't have time to unpack that cause you're surviving, you know, and, and a lot of times Christianity has saved Navajo families from my experience. Um, I've seen a lot of families who lived the Christian value life and were successful. So it wasn't always bad. I just, the way that it was done where I grew up was definitely not in a good way. Like it was so strict and it was so out of pocket and it was so heavy on like shame, shame, you know. And if you don't feel shame and you don't feel guilt, then do you really believe in God kind of deal, you know? So it was just focused on fear and shame. And that's really about it. That's all I remember of church, honestly. Yeah, and I just remember being forced to do and say and do a lot of things. And I just, I just didn't like that. I think I just started getting older and I was just like, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of everybody trying to tell me what to do. I think I was like fighting for my life since... I don't know, 13 years old. I think like after I became a woman, you know, I was just like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like being told what to do, what to say, how to dress, how to look, what to be, you know, ooh, bars, <laughs> period. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, that's a whole other thing. I just, I don't want to dog on Christianity because it has helped so many people in the world and it has brought so much positivity. I think it was just the whole Catholicism and whole judgmental part of it is, I just what gets, gives people the ick of religion, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so pretty much the consensus when we spoke about it, um, we just kind of wish we knew more about the traditions, but we understand I understand why we didn't practice them at that time. So when other Native people judge, like people who became Christians and didn't practice the Navajo tradition traditional way, go easy. Go easy because you never know what their family went through, you know. And if you went through the same thing and you're thinking, well, I toughed it out and I was strong enough to keep my traditions, good freaking for you because sometimes people's traumas are different and some people handle it a different way. You were great to be able to rage against the machine, but some people didn't want to. Some people just wanted it to be done, you know? Some people just gave in just to be like, I just want a peaceful life. And if this is what's going to give me a peaceful life, I'm done, you know? So I get it. I get all the point of views. Um, I get, and also fighting for your traditions is, you know, badass. So... No one's dogging on you either. So I just feel like everybody and in this judgmental native community just need to like stop, step back and realize everybody has their own brain. 
Um, everybody has their own thoughts and opinions. And not everybody has to experience trauma like you do. Okay? Some people do want just peace. And that's okay. And you know how long that took me to learn? I'm 27. About to be 28. I just learned that. Okay? Because even being a parent, I joke sometimes like, hey, um, this is so easy for my daughter. It wasn't easy for me. And, you know, I hold a little resentment sometimes. But it doesn't, like, show. Like, it doesn't show so loudly. And sometimes I can do that, like, to my nephew. Sometimes they, they, they don't be struggling, you know, like how we struggled. That doesn't mean they have to. So sometimes I recognize that and I'm like, damn, I'm too hard for, like, no reason. Like, why should someone, someone have to struggle? I understand people should go through things and, you know, work hard and, you know, you have your normal success and failures, the ups and downs, ebbs and flows, whatever. But like literal trauma does not have to happen to people. Um, I mean, some people it probably does. Like, I don't know, maybe some things I had to go through to learn certain lessons, you know, but a lot of people just don't have to do that. And I guess... I don't know because that's the thing we do in the native community like well I went through this so da 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 well I uh you know shut up no one has to feel the way that you feel and if you're offended by that um it's time to do some self-reflecting because I mean even though I unfollowed that one native creator I it was disappointing to see how he saw the world but then I stepped back and I was like you know what we're both angry we're both we both been through things probably you know we both have our own journeys our own voices and whatever's meant to be will be and that's his opinion his place do and what I think of it is my business so that's why I didn't like publicly post him or like publicly duet him or try to come at him or nothing because I was just like there's no point that's bullying if anything the main mission should be all of us natives should be supporting each other and not bringing each other down further I don't apologize for everything I said to him because he was rude so yeah but if he were to come to me be like hey I was out of pocket I'd be like hey yeah I was out of pocket too so yeah that's a lot of talking. I must have just needed to talk to somebody, honestly. But, oh, and I'm going to try this new journey of being sober. What is it, 75 hard? Is that what it's called? Yeah, so I'm kind of excited for that. I'm trying to find a new job. I'm trying to keep my life stable right now. I feel like the world blew up this year. So the energies and the vibes are all over the place, honestly. I've just been wanting to just stay home. Like, not do anything, not see anybody, and I just, yeah, it was, it was too much for me. That's my rant on the Native community. As beautiful as we are as a people, and I love, like, when I relate to other Natives, and, like, we all laugh together. <sighs> heaven. That's heaven. You know, it's like all the ancestors are laughing with us and smiling with us. Oh, and that's the other thing, mentioning the ancestors. So, when I see Natives saying, like, they don't want to vote... Or they don't want to do this. Or this is why I don't want to do this. And this is why. I I remember speaking to my sister about it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to vote. I don't want to vote this year because I freaking hate all the candidates and blah, 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 blah. And then my sister, my, sister, my very wise sister, um, said, she said, well, I feel like, this is her, so quote, I feel like 
I should vote because many of our ancestors like protested and fought for the right to vote and made their voices heard to vote on the Navajo Reservation. And so I feel like that's our duty to vote and basically just pay our respects because of that, you know, like, and so I was just like, you know what, you're actually right. So when people think about like not voting, it's just like, think about your uncle Jim who fought in a war. Think about um, your aunts and uncles who protested and all the women who marched so we could vote, you know? So it's just like, and I was like, that's right. We are paying our respects to them and um, doing our duty to continue. And I just feel like all of us have a duty, whether, yes, I said duty <laughs> twice, actually. <laughs> but I feel like we all have our own obligations. And I feel like voting should just be a national one. Like, everybody should feel that way, but... Should, I didn't say they should feel that way, but I'm not saying they have to feel that way, if that makes sense. Because everybody has their own rights and everything. That's just how I feel about voting. I think that's really about it. Yeah, I, I just had so many conflicting feelings and I just, I want this Native community to grow and I've been following more Natives. Um, this new woman that I met, she has a podcast um, made on Native land, The American Family. That's what it's called. And it's on Spotify right now. So go check a girl out. And also, yeah, that Lincoln guy, he has a podcast too. So go check him out. Um, go check out Atia Joe. Um, her dancing. She's a professional dancer. Go check her out. She worked with Stella Standing Bear and, you know, that song, Skodan, you know. So check out Stella Standing Bear. Yeah, so this month was just a lot of reflecting. And, of course, my laptop was down one week and... I think that, oh yeah, and the other week I was sick and my daughter was sick and I had no voice. I was literally like, it was, it was just like, I don't know how to describe it. It was just like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, there's no way people want to hear that. I was like, it's going to be 10 clicks and gone. <laughs> hey, y'all. So I'm recording in the middle of the show. I mean, at, towards the end of it, because the last part of it was cut out. So a lot of my content was cut out due to some audio file not syncing up or something i swear to god somebody is praying for my downfall because last time my computer was messing up the time before like everything was just not aligning with the stars come on like i know i'm not that huge of a podcast but like this is my passion so deal with it. I'm going to be here, okay, until I decide that I'm not going to be here anymore. Whether there's one listener or 40,000, okay? Okay, thank you. So universe, leave me alone. But I just needed to add some more content because I didn't, I was not satisfied with just leaving it with just that. But did y'all hear about the whole controversy with Starbucks? So apparently Lee... They were putting a tribal symbol um, to celebrate Native American Heritage Month. Uh, like in their break rooms. Like they had all these posters in their offices and in view of customers. And there's outrage because of the misconception that, you know, people have of Native Americans in general. Like they like to appropriate anything that's Native to any sort of Native person. You know, like you see a feather and like, oh, that means she's native or the like 
just to represent anything, it's always feathers, always the chief, um, crap, the, you know, the chief feathers, the big ones, or, yeah, just, like, the stuff like that. I mean, honestly, they could have just done a feather. Like, why didn't they? That would have probably been way better than what they used. They used the Avatar, <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender symbol, and it's, like, a, um, like a squirrely, squirrely motion looking. And honestly, when I look at it, I don't really see indigenous. I see, well, not, I shouldn't say indigenous because that's, I don't really see like Native American. You know what I mean? I see more like, um, I like Asian culture in it. So let's read some um, critiques. So Hart Ashley said, it's so funny, but how frustrating to feel like we are not important enough to find the correct symbolism or even respected enough to ask. Period. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, acknowledgement. Acknowledgement is powerful. Acknowledgement is key. Like, you don't at least be correct. Like, if you're going to be wrong, at least be respectfully wrong. Or, like, if you're going to do something, at least try to do it well, you know? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um... But, yeah, like, at least just ask. Acknowledge, like, acknowledge, geez. Um, Unique Breath 7466 said, As a Native American, it would have been a great opportunity for the company to feature the tribes located near each region. We suffer enough from erasure. The least they could do is recognize those of us who are still here. That's what I'm saying. Acknowledgement. Um, N-T-N-L-W-I-N said, well, as an ind indigenous person, I'm not big mad. Um, her character is one of the few mainstream representations of indigenous people. The water tribe is based on the Inuit people. I would rather it be real symbol with art made in collaboration with indigenous artists, but I learn not to expect too much. Hold on. The water tribe is based on Inuit people? Hmm. Wait a minute. So were they collaborating? They co the Inuit people collaborated with this. Maybe this is one of those things where, like, if it's not your tribe, you shouldn't comment on it. So, um, now I'm trying to relate. Literally, my people did not experience complete genocide of our people and our culture. So you could have some white company man do a quick Google search and slap an appreciation poster together and paint. I mean, that's what it. That's what it seems like, too. Like, it's one thing. Okay, if they were indigenous, they collaborated on it, and um, they had their stamp of approval on it. I'm I'm proud, and I'm sorry for my remarks that I made that seemed like it was demeaning your culture. But also, it just seemed like a quick thing to do. Like, oh, hey, it's Native American Heritage Month. Let's, like, like, Google Native symbol. And then, like, they found the Water Tribe symbol from Avatar The Last Airbender, and then was just like, oh, Native, you know, like... That just seemed like a rush project. Like, it just seemed like something, like, you just told your mom, like, the night before you have a project due, like, I have a project due tomorrow. And your mom's, like, angry. <laughs> so she rushes something together. I mean, honestly, that's just the vibe I get from it. But I can see both sides. So, yeah. If you're an Inuit person, I'm so sorry. You know, DM me. Correct me. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, that's insane. And... And then the other one that I felt so passionately about was there was a man, an elder, a Lakota elder. Um, his tribe, I believe, is like the Uglala people. And um, basically he was hospitalized and the 
and this is like University of uh, Colorado. Yeah, he's o Oglala Sioux Tribe and the UC Health Hospital. So, um, um, the, this is a hospital in Colorado, and they basically stated that they were just trying to prevent this elder from having bed sores. And he's a man, and he had his hair cut. And his name is Art Janice. And, yeah, so they cut his hair without his consent or permission. And all they said was, yeah, we admit to it. We were just trying to do it to, um, like, help him not have bed sores. Like, what? Make it make sense. Like, bed sores are, like, you could just move the braid. Like, have they not ever had a braid before? Like, it's so clearly just, like, ignorant and clearly... It has to have some racism or some sort of erasure happening because, like, that's serious trauma that um, a lot of Native Americans went through in, like, residential schools because they would always be like, I don't like your long hair. You need to have short hair. So they would cut every Native's hair. And it's, like, to have a long braid, and it's just, like, honoring. Like, to it's, like, an honor. And so, yeah, that, that was ridiculous. And I even donated to their GoFundMe because his sister and brother are seeking justice against the hospital for like racism and um what is the word it's like not assault but just basically without consent you know an action on an elder without consent and they want to sue for that so they have a GoFundMe it's on my Instagram at navajo.podcaster on Instagram and I even have it on my TikTok at my native thoughts TikTok. So yeah, if you guys want to check that out, I please donate if you have the means. And if not, you know, send a send a helpful message or just share about it. That would be great. But I hope that was enough to add to, to the end of this podcast. But I also wanted to shed light on two missing and murdered Indigenous peoples. These are both uh, ones a woman and another is a young girl so the young girl is native american from south dakota well rapid city south dakota her name is jessica wounded shield she was last contacted november 19th 2023 she is 12 her eyes are brown her hair is black she's 5'4 and she weighs 120 pounds wow she's so young jessica was last seen at around 6.30 p.m. on November 19th, 2023, in the unit block of Knollwood Drive. She was wearing a red Nike hoodie, a black t-shirt with Notorious Big on it, ripped blue jeans, and gray Jordans. Anyone with any information about her whereabouts should contact the Rapid City Police Department at 605-394-4100. And the next... MMIW. Her name is Shondria Goldtooth. That's S H A U N D R I A. So I'm. I hope it's not Shondria or I mean, if it is, my bad. But Shondria Goldtooth. She was born February first, two thousand. She's twenty three. She's a female. She's Navajo. She has uh, her last name Goldtooth tattooed on her right arm. The word South Side on her left hand, TC, the letters TC on the center of her neck, 
loyalty, the word loyalty, across her back shoulder to shoulder, a cross on her left ring finger, numeral numbers on her inner wrist, her hair is short dark brown, her eyes are dark brown, and her height is 5'5", her weight is 150 pounds. She was last seen September 18th, 2023 in Mesa, Arizona. For any information that can help us find her, please contact Mesa Police Department at 480-644-2211, ask for Detective Silva or her family at 928-310-7926. That is Shondria Goldtooth, 23, Navajo, and Jessica Wounded Shield. It just says Native American. I'm not sure what specific tribe, so I'm not going to say or assume. But Jessica Wounded Shield and Shondria Goldtooth. Let's pray and hope, send good vibes that they're home soon. These are very recent. So this will be the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. DM me your thoughts, your education, your critiques, um, constructive please at Navajo.podcaster, IG, and TikTok, My Native Thoughts TikTok. I hope you guys have a very week. I hope you have just a really good week. Drink your water. Um, let's do this. Let's keep doing this. Thank you for listening so much. I appreciate it. I got up to like 72 followers. <gasps> I was so proud when I hit 50 or 49. I was like, oh my God, 50 people wanted to hear me. Dang. But I got up to 72, y'all. Thank you guys. All right. <laughs> I just was feeling the vibe. Okay, this is it. I swear, I'll go on it. I just want to hug you, but I don't know why. Okay, bye.